that I know him. Now, I know I've sung this song before, but I, I have it on my heart tonight. We need to get a burden for souls. Sister Peggy and I was talking before church. And if we're not careful, even our children that are not right with God, I've got some that are backslid. And if we're not careful, we're worrying about what people's going to say about us and what they're going to think about us instead of being concerned about that soul. You listen to the words of this song. They are so lost in the paths of sin. They need someone to guide them in. Eternal help will be their faith if we don't show them the way to heaven's gate. I saw some young girls out on the street. They had no home, no food to eat. What a horrible life. What will be the end if we don't lead them from the paths of sin? They are so lost in the paths of sin. They need someone to guide them in. Eternal hell will be their fate if we don't show them the way to heaven's gate. I saw a young man, his mind was gone from drugs. He continually mumbled as he stumbled on. I'm in a deep, dark hole, and I can't get out. But God would save him if someone would lead him out. They are so lost in the paths of sin. They need someone to guide them in. Eternal help will be their fate if we don't show them the way to heaven's gate. There are men and women throughout this life. Their hearts are red, hearts full of strife. They have no hope. What will be their faith if we don't show them 
ago we was in Brazil, South America and Brother Raul Jr. wanted me to preach a three night revival in a new church that he'd built not long ago. The first day we started on Tuesday night and that Tuesday we spent three and a half hours what they call evangelizing, knocking on doors. There was about six or eight of us that day that spent three and a half hours knocking on doors. And we was passing a place of business and Brother Raul Jr. said, that is, uh, those people are devil worshipers. And said they've really persecuted the church and been mean to the saints and all. I said, I'm going to go invite them to church. So I went in and the tract we had that day didn't have the plan of salvation on it. It was just an invitation to the church. But invited them to church. And that night we had 10 people get the Holy Ghost. No, we didn't. We had seven that night get the Holy Ghost. The next day we went out again and we spent two hours that day and that night we had three get the Holy Ghost. And the third day we had some tracks that had the plan of salvation on it and when we started go evangelizing that day I told Brother Royal Jr. I said I want to go back to the people that's devil worshipers. I want to give them one of these tracks that's got the plan of salvation on it. But when we walked in there, I walked in, the woman looked at me and had the great big old smile and she came and hugged me. And she took the tract. And when I walked out, I told Brother Raul Jr., I said, if I was over here very long, I'd win that woman. But her blood ain't on my hands. And did you know why we're not having revival in America? I know preachers that want to be lazy will say America's burnt over. And a lot of them say nobody wants this. But the thing of it is, who is spending the hours out there evangelizing, trying to get people to church? I'll guarantee you, if this group right here would spend... Let's see, we spent three and a half, and three and a half is seven, nine hours those three days evangelizing, and two of the days is about ten of us doing it. So there was some hours spent knocking on doors and praying for people and asking them to come to church. And if the American church people would get a burden for souls. Tell you what, I've been 
God woke me up this morning with the thought, the horror of being without God. And I wonder how many times B.B. has sat around and looked at people and said, oh, they just don't want to live right. They, they don't want this. But how many times have we really got a burden and realized the horror there is in being without God? Psalms 55, verses 1 through 5. Give ear to my prayer, O God, and hide not thyself from my supplication. Attend unto me and hear me. I mourn in my complaint and make a noise because of the voice of the enemy, because of the oppression of the wicked. For they cast iniquity upon me, and in wrath they hate me. My heart is sore pain within me, and the terrors of death are fallen upon me. Fearfulness and trembling are come upon me, and horror hath overwhelmed me. Will you just raise your hands and ask God to speak to our hearts tonight? Oh, God, I know, Lord, get a hold of the hearts here tonight. You may be seated. The horror of being without God. In Psalms 119, verses 53 through 62, I want you to notice this. He said, horror hath taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake the law. Thy law. Thy statues have been my song in the house of my pilgrimage. I've remembered thy name, O Lord, in the night and have kept thy law. This I had because I kept thy precepts. Thou art my portion, O Lord. I have said that I would keep thy words. I entreated thy favor with my whole heart. Be merciful unto me according to thy word. I thought on my ways and turned my feet unto thy testimonies. I made haste and delayed not to keep thy commandments. The bands of the wicked have robbed me, but I have not forgotten thy law. At midnight I will rise to give thanks unto thee because of thy righteous judgments. Notice he said, Harl has taken hold upon me because of the wicked that forsake thy law. And I feel like there's some sitting on these pews tonight that you haven't really had your mind made up to walk in his precepts. You, it's so easy to come to the house of God and sit on the pew and not really be sold out to God. 
not really be what we ought to be with him and make him the most important thing in our life. Brother Shield, my walk with God is the most important thing in life to me. I've got to have that personal relationship with God. And regardless of what anybody else might say, might do, I can't let it interfere with my personal relationship with God. And it's a horror. It's a horrible thing for someone to come to the house of God and sit around and fail to be on fire for God and say, fail to be dedicated. Uh, I don't know anything. I've not talked to Brother and Sister Shield uh, except I just talked to him to uh, see if I could come. And then this afternoon I was on the way down here and I heard about Sister Hannah going on to be with the Lord and I called to be sure he still wanted me to come. Uh, and that's all the talking. You saw Sister Peggy and me sitting up here talking. We was talking about her children and I was preaching at her a little bit. Uh, but it wasn't anything said about anybody else. Uh, but I want you to know I can look back here tonight. In fact, I could walk back and lay my hands on some noses right here tonight that you have come to the house of God and been coming for years. But as far as you really having a personal relationship with God and letting God be more important to you than anything else and not allowing what anybody else does or says hinder your walk with God, you need to dig in and realize it's a horror to be without God. And you can sit on the seat in the house of God and be with Without him and fail to be where you need to be with him. Oh, it's the horror of being without God. And I look at people, I, I mention how thankful I am that I know him. Sister Amy, I don't have to worry about being addicted to drugs because I don't have them. I, I've never tried them. I've never, I don't know what marijuana smells like. I, I don't know what any of it is even looks like or smells like. I, I don't know anything about it except I've seen what it's done to others. But I want you to know the devil is using that today. I see people that it's warping their mind and destroying their mind, frying their brain. I see people that will steal from their own family, let their family, their children go hungry because they're so hooked on that. And if we're not careful, we'll look at them and say, well, they're sorry, but it's not that. It's the horror of not knowing God. Oh, listen, they don't want to be that way, but the devil's got them bound. He's got them just hooked, and they can't do without it. But listen to me tonight. You need to get a personal walk with God. There's some of you here tonight that you need to make up your mind. God's more important to me than anything else in this life. I've got to have that personal relationship with him because if you sit in the house of God and you fail to have that personal relationship with God, uh, one of these days the devil's going to throw something your way and you'll be out and totally without God. 
Oh, God. The horror. I put my arm around a man uh, this week. In fact, it was Thursday morning. I put my arm around a man, a young man that's so hooked on drugs. Uh, he said when the craving for drugs uh, kicks in, I said I don't have family or friends. Uh, he'll steal from his own family to get more drugs. Uh, he don't want to be that way. He's a backslider. Oh, listen, but it's the horror of being without God. There's people that are on alcohol and all the things of the world. Oh, listen, and they don't want to be that way. But I see them so many times. I see people check themselves into drug rehabs, but drug rehabs won't get the job done. I've seen people go to Alcoholics Anonymous and talk about all those steps but the Alcoholics Anonymous won't get the job done that's the horror of being without God but I'll tell you what if you get that personal relationship with God you let him be in your heart you let him walk and talk with you you let him be more important to you than anything in this life he'll help you oh God the horror. So many times I see people that will look at someone and say, well, that's an old prostitute. And I've seen them ridicule them. But that's a soul that Jesus died for. And their prostitution is one of the horrors of being without God. Oh, God, come on. Uh, it's so degrading. It's so horrible that uh, they will sell their bodies. Uh, but I want you to know that's part of the horror of being without God. Uh, I talked to someone just uh, uh, recently uh, uh, that was uh, out in sin for years. Uh, and they'd just done some horrible things. Uh, and this lady told me, uh, she said, I can't hardly even stand to think about all the horrible things I did before I came to know the Lord but I want you to know tonight that the devil is doing everything he can to destroy lies and he'll get a hold of people and cause them to do the most horrible things oh listen that's part of the horror of being without God oh God oh the terrible things that people go through people murdering one another come on brothers murdering brothers husbands killing wives and vice versa what is it? It's one of the horrors of being without God. Oh, but people better wake up and realize. I see, Brother Sheil, most of the time, people that have been in church, people that have lived for God, people that have been raised in church, a lot of times their lives turn out so horrible and they do some of the most horrible things. And so Someone here a while back said, how come uh, uh, people that was raised in church uh, 
in the truth. When they go out and sin, they end up worse than people that wasn't raised in truth. It's those other spirits because the scripture said when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, it walketh in dry places seeking rest and findeth none. And it comes back to the vessel it came out of and it finds it empty. It's not full of the Holy Ghost. And it goes and gets seven other spirits worse than itself and comes back and the latter end of that person is seven times worse than the beginning. Those seven other spirits makes a person worse than they ever was. Listen, and you don't get to choose the spirits. Listen to me, young people. The devil's working. He's doing everything he can to pull some of you out. He's doing everything he can to get some of you to not be on fire for God and not obey God. But I want you to know it's a horror to be without God. Oh, God. In Ezekiel 7, verses 18 and 19, I want you to notice this. He said, they shall also gird themselves with sackcloth. And horror shall cover them. And shame shall be upon all faces and baldness upon all their heads. They shall cast their silver in the streets and their gold shall be removed. Their silver and their gold shall not be able to deliver them in the day of the wrath of the Lord. They shall not satisfy their souls, neither fill their bowels, because it is the stumbling block of their iniquity. Oh, sorrow on everyone that don't know God. <laughs> what a horror it is not to know God. Oh, but I want you to know the devil's working harder all the time trying to doom souls because he knows his time is short. He's working. I dare say he's working on the young people here. It's everywhere I go. The devil's working overtime trying to get people to be lukewarm, trying to get people to look to the things of the world. Brother Weatherly, the devil's working overtime today trying to cause division, trying to get the young preachers to be against the pastor trying to get people to, uh, not to be dedicated to the church, uh, trying to get people uh, uh, to ha- let other things be more important to them than the house of God, uh, trying to get people uh, uh, to let other things be more important uh, than worshiping God. Uh, I appreciate Sister Amy tonight. Uh, she worshiped God anyhow even though Mama has gone to heaven. Uh, come on, uh, Uh, because she knows where her priorities are. Uh, But people today need to realize uh, you can't sit in the house
house of God and fail to worship and fail to praise God. Oh, listen, you can sit around here and you can feel sorry for yourself and you can sit around and find fault. Oh, listen, you can sit around and look at everybody else and wonder what everybody else is going to do. But I want you to know you need to come to the house of God and say, God, I'm yours. Everything I am, everything I'm not. Come on, I'm yours, Lord. Oh, listen, help me to be sincerely yours. Oh, and you need to work with the pastor. You need to get with him. Don't be guilty of saying anything against him, but work with him and win souls because it's a horror for somebody that don't know God. Will you stand with me tonight? I know in my spirit there's some people here tonight that you need to get right with God. I know in my spirit tonight that there's some people here that the devil's pulling hard to get you out of the church. He's trying. You young men, the devil try hard to get you to look out there. Oh, but you, if you ever look out there, what you need to see is the horror of being without God. There's, it's not a pleasure. It's not a joy. All those things out there. There's some people here tonight that could tell you that it's not a pleasure out there. Oh, God. Uh, but the thing that you need to wake up and realize is that God is the most important thing in your life. Oh, God. Uh, and you've got to be sold out to him. You've got to make up your mind, God. It's me and you. I'm going to be what you want me to be. I'm going to walk with you. I'm going to talk with you. I had someone not long ago ask me how old I am. And I told him I was 65. And this preacher said, you need to go home and sit down and uh, just enjoy life. I said, I'm enjoying life. Uh, come on. This is what I enjoy. It's trying to see souls saved. And he said, uh, but you're traveling all over the country by yourself. I said, I'm not by myself. Jesus goes every mile I go. Oh, listen, come on tonight. But there's somebody here you need to sell out to God. You need to make up your mind, God. I'm going to be what you want me to be. I'm going to do what you want me to do. I'm going to be on fire for you. I'm not giving the devil a chance to get me away from you. As they sang tonight, I hope and pray that you'll get your mind made up. God, whatever you want me to do, don't ever leave me alone. It's a horror for somebody that don't know God. Come on tonight. I know there's somebody here needs to pray. I know there's somebody here that's lukewarm that you need to make a dedication. 
Make up your mind, God, I'm yours. I'm going to be what you want me to be, regardless of what anybody else does. Come on tonight. Somebody needs to make up their mind. I'm going to obey the pastor. I'm going to work in unity with my pastor. Oh, God. Come on tonight. Come on and pray. As I turn the service back to Brother Shield, I beg you realize tonight, it's a horror to be without God. Oh, God. Come on tonight. If you don't have the Holy Ghost, come on, you got to have it. Brother Shield. You found me when I It's time to check our relationships. Brother Hicks preached that very same idea across this pulpit this week. How's your relationship? How does the Spirit of the Lord thrill you? Is it like it used to be? Do you love God? Do you love God's people? Do you love the church and love the Word of God? In the move of the Holy Ghost like he once did. If you didn't, you need to get a hold of God. Because somewhere in our future, we're going to need God. We're going to need to touch the Lord. And we're going to need him. Let's pray tonight and touch the Lord.